0: we are live hey concrete
1: hey girl what's going on what's, what's, what's up with you
0: girl in this house um about to lose it because i'm literally from my bedroom to my living room couch from the bed to the couch from the bed to the couch and it's mm-hmm. not as, it's not as fun as it usually is when Curlin's here so it's just uh, like <laughs> yeah
1: um I know what you mean. <laughs> everybody's like room hopping in their home since we're all holed up in the house. Um, child, I do not know how, but I'm always finding something to do. Little projects, like right now, I'm just hanging stuff on the wall and switching out stuff for the bathroom. <laughs> like I don't know how, but I have not gotten bored yet. Like, seriously. I'm I, I'm kind of like I want a little more downtime. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait um the only thing I think that I have left to do is my um my back deck. So once I'm finished with that, which everything that I've ordered will be the last few pieces will be in this week, then I should be able to sit down, child, and not do anything. Like literally just find myself bored.
0: Okay. Well, that's, that's always a good thing. Always, always a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty, been pretty much the gist of me. Like, ah, I'll go from the couch. I'll go to the bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watch a little YouTube here. Um, and I keep saying that I'm going to start my Netflix series and mm-hmm. yeah, child. That Wait,
1: so you don't do you like, so you're not a big TV
0: watcher. You know what? At mm-hmm. one point I was, mm-hmm. but now, not so much. Not like I used to. Yeah, I'm not a
1: big TV watcher. I like to find stuff that myself and my fiancé like that we can both watch so we can like watch it together. You know how it is when you have like a series with your boo and it's like, that's y'all little date. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, let's watch whatever the series is. Um, so I'll do stuff like that. Um, our tastes are kind of different but um well you know we'll just usually settle on something that's kind of like meat in the middle and um we'll find something to watch but other than that I don't watch like a ton of tv um in the evenings generally like when I'm winding down uh maybe like over dinner I'll bring you know the food out on tray tables and we'll we might watch a show then
0: Okay, okay is your man does your man are you a trekkie or anything like that? Child, no, I hate Star Trek.
1: I hate Star Trek. I hate
0: Star Wars. I
1: hate what <laughs> I, I, I once told my man, I was like the closest you will I'll get to watching any of that stuff is spaceballs and he was so insulted. He was like, have you ever seen spaceballs?
0: Once, and oh I was my a little God. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Me
1: too. I was a kid, but I remember it because it was the craziest, dumbest um, movie ever.
0: And um, wait, wait, what was the movie where Chris Rock was in, or was it Chris Rock? No, it was Chris Tucker, and it was the it was the futuristic. Movie. <laughs> Damn, I've I never seen movie. Chris
1: Tucker in a futuristic movie.
0: Girl, yeah, Chris Tucker had on a wig and everything, oh. and it was well at the time it was hilarious it's probably not so funny <laughs> to me now but um Curlin tried to get me to sit there and watch um one of these new star Treks that came out mm-hmm. like, when i say i napped good as shit oh <laughs> that's,
1: that's you're so I mean, mean. <laughs> <laughs> listen i cannot he, he he hates like what they've done to star wars and stuff he's i, I tease him and i always tell him like he's a bit of a kinda like a little nerdy because he's in like, oh my gosh, he's like the comic books, the Star Trek and he can follow it. And I'm like, I don't watch none of that type of stuff. Like but his primary thing, he likes um black exploitation. So he'll watch all the seventies Black Exploitation, Claudine and, you know, um, what is it? The one with Superfly and all all like he'll watch um, oh, that's I, can the great I can do exploitation. I can. I I can do it. Um, the spook that sat by the door and all that type oh, of stuff. Okay. He
0: ain't like. <laughs> playing around.
1: Mm-mm, not at all, child.
0: <laughs> um, Leah came up with it. She said it was called the Fifth Element. Have you ever seen that?
1: No, I never even heard of that Fifth Element.
0: Mm-mm. Girl, Chris Tucker and some other folks, child. I thought I would die, but mm-hmm. um, it would kind of put you in the mo- well. I think the kind of comedy comedy that it would put you in the mind of is kind of like um, what was the guy who played the black man but damn, I can't, my mind is like, pew. Um, it was a movie where the guy was trying to, it was with Eddie Griffith. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he was a black man but they he was trying to be white. I don't know, child. Uh, uh, but
1: something, brother. It was something. couple
0: brother. brother. The yeah, that's girl. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put me in the mind of that kind of comedy, but okay. Yeah, child. I yeah. guess. How's your
1: baby doing um, during this quarantined time? How's your son?
0: Concrete, lean your head in real quick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> can you, you hear me? No, I can hear you just fine. But just lean okay. your head in real quick. Uh huh. He driving me up the fucking wall.
1: Okay. <laughs> he's probably bored. That poor baby. <laughs> he probably bored out of his mind. Wish he could go visit his Yes,
0: mother. honey. And, but he's actually been been a pretty good sport for the most part. For the most part. I got to give him credit. Good, good, um, good.
1: Poor kids. I feel so bad for them.
0: Chow. Oh, my gosh. And I want to just kind of slap a little mask on his face and have him go outside. But... <laughs>
1: Like just to give me a break,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but ain't nobody else out there. Ain't nobody yeah. else coming out, mm-hmm. and so it's just been one of those type of things to where um, just sitting around the house uh, mm-hmm. watching the drama. Yeah. Oh, listen,
1: there's always drama in Black YouTube. You really don't need TV with Black YouTube. This is like reality show.
0: Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. So that's pretty much what it's been. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what it's been. Everything's been going pretty good with work, which is always good.
1: Good. Good, good, child. Um, Like I said, pretty pretty good for me, too. Um, Hello, hello, hello to everybody in the chat. I haven't peeked in to see who's down there, but um, hello to you all. And thank you in advance for supporting us.
0: Yes, because we, we definitely need it. We mm-hmm. definitely definitely need it. <laughs> I, mean, I you know, I looked at um everybody who was live and I was like, damn, are we gonna get anybody? Oh, <laughs> it's a lot of people live. <laughs> um I won't say no, a lot, but you know,
1: pretty big. Okay. I was listening to music um while while you know um hanging pictures and stuff, so I didn't know what was going on, but this should be a light fun maybe. Maybe a little short show But um, we are going to Get into it about this topic
0: Um, Who is invited to the cookout
1: Yes And this has been one that I've been wanting to do for a little while So um, I think we're going to talk about it Let's talk about who specifically Is invited to the cookout And when we say who's invited to the cookout You guys know what we mean right Um, Black people Tend to um, whenever a white person or a person that's not Black, a, a non-Black person um, seems to be down or down for the cause or, um, you know, they seem to... Uh, one common thing that I notice is when they engage in ratchetry, um, they're always invited to the cookout. So we want to talk about it. Who's invited to the cookout? Who's not invited to the cookout and why? So we're going to get into it today.
0: Girl, I notice that every time... A famous white person throws on some rap music mm-hmm. and dance. We are quick to align with them like they actually align with our issues within the black community, and I think that that is just fucking stupid. but this is my thing um I completely
1: agree, and even if you look at it, like we do that on all fronts, whether it be um, political, like you know like Bernie Sanders, you know like um people like him being able to play you know public enemy and play rap and in order to pander to us and for me it's a big problem that we are so quick to invite someone in um and allow someone to have a seat at the table um simply because they are pandering to us i think that um it's a big issue for me like I, i i'm not with it as most of you probably suspected but um I just don't think that it's cool that we are so um, willing to enable someone to have a seat at the table, um, um, adopt someone um, in the name of the black delegation say that, you know, we want to make a trade for uh, a non-black person um, and, you know, get rid of, of, of some of the coons that are, <laughs> that we've identified within our community. Now I have no problem getting rid of those who, Um, are not in alignment with whatever you know uh, a a particular mission is but um, I do have a problem with just allowing any and everybody to have a seat at the table
0: girl uh, do you remember when Hillary tried to pull that damn bottle of hot sauce out of her purse on the breakfast club Yes,
1: I do. And I remember that. And I remember she even had who was that? Mary J. Blige. You remember Mary J. Blige did that chicken commercial? Girl. Listen. <laughs> look, this is what I'm saying. Like we cannot be so quick to align ourselves with these people. I mean, I've seen the likes of Um, And we'll talk about, you know, maybe who should be invited to the table versus who should not. But, uh, you know, for for example, some of the people that I commonly see being invited to the cookout
0: would be um,
1: Ellen. I see a lot of people say Ellen. Um, What's his name? Gary Owens. I wouldn't
0: invite Ellen to my damn funeral. Listen, I'm (laughs)
1: going to get into it. But Gary Owens, like I said, Bernie Mm -hmm. Sanders. I met Um, him
0: in person. Gary Owens? Yes, Mm ma'am. No, ma'am.
1: <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm, I want to just name a few people and I'm going to get into how I feel personally about who should be invited and who shouldn't. Um, I, I, I do believe that there's a such thing as white allies. I do, You know what I mean? So I do want to put that out there. There is a such thing as, you know, having allies. But does that mean that they get to come in, kick their feet up? you know, walk throughout your house as if they're family. I mean, I think that, you know, we need to be able to differentiate between aligning yourself with someone and saying, oh, okay, that's a cool person. They down for the cause. They've proven themselves to be um, for the black community and, you know, uh, trusting them, you know, uh, um, trusting them with any and everything that you say, like enable trusting them to come into your home and um, be privy to, whatever goes on inside your home. I think that you know, there needs to be um, some, some distinguishing um, identifiers as to you know, what that means when we say who's invited to the cookout and who's invited, if anyone, and um, you know, what should they be privy to because we're inviting them to the cookout and enabling them to join us for um, a gathering of sorts. Hypothetically, I, I mean, um, uh, mean, figuratively, excuse me.
0: Carlin um, said, if you pay, pay attention, most of us can tell who's pandering and who's sincere. Um, what do you think about hmm.
1: that? Um, in my opinion, I think I don't think that most of us can tell because I think that um, we are so divided on who we let in and who we shouldn't. But I think that for me, the safest thing to do is um, when you see, well, let's say when you've identified someone who is for the Black community, um, admitting and, and, and speaking openly about the fact that this person appears to be an ally, but I still feel like there are certain things that they should never be privy to. Um, in my opinion, just because I've identified that you're an ally does not mean that you get to sit at the table for me. So um, it's kind of like, like an associate. I, I look at it like an associate. And for people who are not familiar with the term like uh, it's kind of like a friendship level, kind of like maybe an associate might be someone you work with. Let's say a coworker that sits close to you or their office is right near you. So maybe you guys chat um, casually, maybe every once in a while, um, you know, you might peep your head in and there may be some information that you need at, pertaining to your job. Um, you might've missed a meeting because you were out. So, hey, can you fill me in on what's going on? Um, that is my That would be my comfort level with someone that I identify as an ally. Um, that doesn't mean we're going to lunch together. I'm going to be telling you about my personal business. I'm going to involve you in the planning of anything that I'm doing for my family and things of that nature.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I kind of see issues with us. We're because we brought up the point that it, we we align ourselves too quickly, mm-hmm. but even when people are saying that they are um, fighting for black issues and the black community and stuff, it'll be like, you'll have these politicians or just like um, Michael Rappaport. I can't say mm-hmm. Rappaport. Oh my gosh. Um, but they'll get on, they'll do this little ratchet shit for a minute. We'll mm-hmm. uh, claim them in a, a and I was I mentioned uh Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. Well, I didn't mention Bill Clinton, but I remember my mom. My mom thought Bill Clinton was the best fucking president ever. Really? Yeah, initially, but you know, I had to school her. I was <laughs> like, my, look how many people this man had locked up, but you know, we didn't know. Um, I think while he was in office that he had actually had all those people locked up. And he was, I think it was either him or, yeah, I think it was him that was responsible for the three strike rule. Am I right? Three strike law. Um, he passed a
1: lot of laws that were um, biased in nature and targeting of, um, of. Um, black people him and his wife calling you know black people super predators and um there's unless you are following politics you might not know how um detrimental some of these people in positions of power are to us but you know my issue is that we will Find someone who's engaged in the most ratchet behaviors and say stuff like, "Oh, he's black." Like people have said, Bill Clinton's the first black president because right. he was give, you know, getting fellatio in the White House. Like that is insulting to us as a people. You know what I mean? Like I, I absolutely hate when you know, people, um, bl- other Black people want to align themselves with such degrading and, and, and you know, negative and um, embarrassing behavior. Like, that does not make you a Black man, you know, because you, I, you know, I think that that is, um, it's insulting to Black men to say that Bill Clinton is the first Black president because of, you know, him getting hit in the, in the White House. And, you know, like, what is that saying about Black men?
0: Girl, what about these women who are Black when it's convenient, but mm. uh, otherwise Latina? And so, too. Um, I think about uh, like Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Miley Cyrus was heavily aligned with hip hop culture? Mm-hmm. When she made her money, she went right back to the other side of the fence and was like, Absolutely. That music Absolutely. is too misogynistic. hmm
1: Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to be more weary of aligning ourselves with anybody who seems down for the cause or anybody who's, you know, listening to hip hop and, and and culturally appropriating. Um, that does not mean that you get a seat at the table. That does not mean that you are invited to the, it should not mean that you are invited to the cookout. It should not mean that, you know, we even deem you as someone who is, um, in alignment with us like I, I, you know I have an issue with it
0: yeah I do too hold on a second um, yeah I just think we are very very open and people don't really have to earn a certain thing from black mm. people to get black people's alignment with them or to get black people's support Do you know what that would be like
1: I, I, you know I've never seen and I, I grew up in um, a all white environment, but just white people aren't giving out seats to people because you listen to Bruce Springsteen or Green
0: Day or Maroon Girl, You saw what they tried to do to the little boy, they tried to kick his ass out.
1: <laughs> Who? Oh, Nas X. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Thought I he thought he had some little hit
0: song and shit, and they was yeah. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, that means nothing to them. They're not going to um, accept you. At, you're, you're not getting a seat at the table because you listen to uh, the same types of music that they listen to. Like, we we need to have um, more of a, a set standard. We should have um, more of a... First of all, we need to be more in alignment with one another. Um, secondly, we should have a higher set of standards. Um, just because you know, um, you, like, what's the guy's name? Uh, Chet Hanks. Do you know who that is?
0: Yes. isn't That's Tom's son, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you see what he was doing um, a few weeks back? Like, the whole, he was imitating, like, Jamaican culture, but he was talking in, like, a Jamaican patois and kept yeah. making all of these videos, talking in this Jamaican patois and, you know, um, I would see on different media sites and stuff that, you know, black people, first of all, uh, he was talking in the Jamaican Patois, to be fair. Um, what I saw was, and I've seen things like this within our community, too, lots of, oh, like large numbers of People who are of Jamaican and Caribbean, West Indian descent, um, defending what he was doing, saying that we black people are too sensitive and, you know, they don't mind, that they enjoy it, that it, you know, like that they were annoyed by the fact that there were some um, black people who were speaking out against it and saying what he was doing was cultural appropriation. It was wrong. It was insulting. They felt offended. That other Black people were
0: speaking up for them. Yeah, okay. if you say wow. Jamaican men cheat or Jamaicans ain't something, girl, they'll be on your ass like white on potatoes in a snowstorm on a paper plate. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> oh, listen.
0: It, it's baffling to me.
1: You know what I mean? And that's that's part of the problem, which, um, you know, when I, when I speak to... <sighs> When I'm speaking, I'm generally talking to us, so ADOS um, people, but, you know, I'm for all Black people, period. But I'm, you know, specifically talking to us because that's something that I commonly see us doing. I don't see people of other cultures saying, and, we, th- you know, that's the terminology we use. Oh, he is he, invited to the cookout. That's a, that's a Black thing. That's an ADOS thing.
0: Yes. Um, so let me ask you this question. If Black people were more aligned with each other, do you think we would have the same um, willingness to accept people from other races? Or how do you feel about that?
1: Well, um... I think that we won't ever be able to be aligned because that, and that's one of the reasons I think that most of us have been deeply indoctrinated um, because we, we go to their schools. We, you know, we're affected by their media. We are um, in a sense, uh, the indoctrination starts um, very early on for most, um, most of us. Um, so I think that, you know, it's hard to undo we're in school, you know, from the time that we're either three, like 15 years. So it's hard to undo 15 years of indoctrination in order for us all to be on the same page. Um, you know, I went through indoctrination. My children have also gone through indoctrination, but I can see from generation to generation um, how much stronger the indoctrination is. Um, when I talk to my children about certain causes, um, specifically, one thing in, in particular would be like um, the alphabet alphabet people. So Mm -hmm. when I talk to my children about it, they are certainly far more liberal in their views than I am in mine. And I think that part of that is also, I attribute that to their, you know, the indoctrination. So um, yeah, it's it's hard to undo that. And I think that that's a large part of why we will, it's difficult for us to be in alignment
0: with one another. How can you distinguish who, excuse me, how can you distinguish between who actually should have an invite versus who shouldn't?
1: Um, personally, I wouldn't invite to uh, any non-Black person. <laughs> That's just me. Like I said, I do think as allies, I do think that, and, and we need Yeah, That's a good thing. But um, I keep the relationship as a ship. I wouldn't make it personal to my cookout because um, that's a personal thing I read with someone who shows to be aligned. I think it's a wonderful thing I will, you know, be outspoken about um, the fact that you've shown yourself to be an ally but you ain't getting a, an invite to the cookout from me it's, it's certain black so what about, like, okay cookout.
0: so you remember <laughs> oh my god i'm
1: saying i don't trust everybody, Concrete but go and ahead.
0: Come here <laughs> Listen, go, go ahead <laughs> okay so you know you had white people that actually fought against slavery and stuff right
1: uh yeah for their own personal reasons but go, but yeah so, okay, <laughs> so i'll let you finish your i'll let you finish your your point no
0: but you had White people who actually fought in the uh, Civil War for the size of black people, would you? <laughs> would you? You would.
1: They weren't I fighting guess, for I'm, black okay. people. No. Um, I disagree with that point. I'm sorry. What? was, okay? Let me let you answer the full question before I formulate. Girl, you didn't
0: already you said I already knew the answer before I even thought about the question because I'm like, no, no. I mean,
1: like, let's not get it twisted. They weren't fighting to ensure that we were free because you know they 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 you know had such bleeding hearts and you know they they you know felt what they were doing was so wrong. Like I, so, um, that in and of itself proves nothing to me. I I think that there was something that happened a while back and um, I saw a meme going around on social media and it was in reference to um, how many of us, like the number of us that love inviting people to the cookout. Um, there was some issue and I can't even remember what it was, but it, it was kind of referring to how many of those people that we invite to the cookout are actually standing up and being vocal about our issues. And there's like probably a very, very small amount, if any. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's how you see who is um, an ally. You know what I mean? When in the face of whatever issues we're dealing with publicly, um, who is going to be vocal and speak out and say, no, what y'all doing to Black people is wrong. Black people deserve reparations. But You know, like who is um, fighting for, you know, fighting um, for issues that are, uh, impact our community.
0: So, okay. Um, I want to say it was Pablo who asked this question in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina Marie comes for the cookout. Um, <laughs> Listen, I would invite Tina Marie as
1: to the cookout. I hand. like Tina Marie. I do like <laughs> Tina Marie. Um, I've actually had this discussion with my partner. For me, she can't get an invite, though. <laughs> but I do like Tina Marie.
0: She's cool. She's like, she is, she cool. But she ain't getting an invite. So let me ask you, okay, so you do have Black, excuse me, excuse me. You do have um, the others that mm-hmm. may have grown up just like Black people. Mm-hmm. Um, may really be able to align with Black issues, may actually fight about Black issues, you know, no, we shouldn't do this to Black people. You know, you wouldn't invite them to the cookout either. No, and I'm going to tell you why.
1: So let me add a little bit of clarity, because y'all might just be like, oh my gosh, she's a tyrant. She doesn't, you know, that's not the case. Child, <laughs> it's going
0: to be Black and- <laughs>
1: Listen, I'm telling you, and there's some Black people that ain't getting the invite, but listen, um, but my reasoning is is simple. So She'll let's
0: paper bag test the shit. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no. Listen, if you black phenotypically, you know, like even Hispanics, if you're black Hispanic, you're black to me. Like Cardi B is a black woman to me. As she, she, she may not realize it, or she may um, not on, only realize it when it's convenient for her, but she says she's black. Um, but um, what I was going to say black is for me. See, I mean, and that's that's
0: fine, you know. Like, it's, mm-hmm. where, where and you from? know, because I identify, um, people's. It's like you can have a certain experience, but mm-hmm. Black people do get treated a certain way outside of other races of people.
1: You don't think Cardi B, you know, prior to being well-known, has um, dealt with the same set of experiences that other Black people have in the state? She
0: has dealt with some of the Mm -hmm. same experiences, but not the total experience because... i get you. Yeah. But you
1: know what? When you say that, and there was a point that I wanted to make about why Mm -hmm. certain people aren't invited to the... Well, um, non-Black people aren't invited to the cookout, but let me say this first. Um... You know, I think that the same thing is, is applicable to, to even like Africans, um, people, you know, that are the people that are, um, not of Western origin, um, um, people that were not born, you know, in the Western hemisphere don't necessarily identify black people who are not born in the Western hemisphere don't necessarily identify with our struggle. I've heard, um, people of African descent say that we need to get over slavery and say like, you know, famous African people are vocal about the fact that they think that, you know, we are, that we need to get over it. it, it you know, it, it happened hundreds of years ago, like they don't even necessarily understand our struggle. So um, I, I, I do believe that there are black people. And like, like I said, I consider Cardi B black um, who just don't identify with every aspect of our struggle. However, here in the States and in most countries, um, they would still face the same discrimination as any ADOS person would.
0: Girl. Do you hear it? What? The freaking ice cream! The ice cream truck is outside. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't know. I really I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear it.
1: But I wanted to add a little bit of clarity to something really quick. So, as far as like people being invited to the cookout, so even the 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 one or two, you know, um, non black people who uh, were brought up in the hood, um, their allegiance, their primary allegiance is going to be um, to their non-blackness um, should a situation arise that forces them that, that where they have to choose. For example, let's say we invited all of these people to the cookout. And during the cookout, we're talking about plans for our future and how Um, we as a people are going to move forward and, you know, get what we're owed. Maybe those plans involve action. Do you not think that if the non-Black person sees our plans as a threat to their non-Blackness and or um, something that could impact the people that they love that are not Black, um, that they're not going to go and reveal that information to you know, um, other people. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a point without, you know, uh, speaking to being too forward. So I, I think that if something threatens their non-blackness, um, in essence, um, they are not going to keep it a secret, or they're not going to, you know, even necessarily be in alignment with whatever plans that we're attempting to make because it could impact their um it could impact their position in this in our society
0: i remember seeing um a white girl and she used to be one of those hood white chicks and she yeah and she says nigga and this and the third no sis but go ahead listen listen so i think she went to court and honey Hello, my name is Ashley and I don't know what happened. And you know, um sounded real meek and everything and I'm like yeah, she was putting
1: she was putting her non-blackness to work for her, so.
0: Yeah, I um I honestly think brothers should stay away from those specific types. I I think they're very dangerous. Those specific types. I think they're very dangerous. So, <laughs>
1: But you know, like I said, and these are my opinions. You guys know I have strong opinions when it comes to my people and I don't apologize for it. Um, But you know, you guys are entitled to feel differently. And why don't we open it up and see what the people have to say.
0: Let's open it up, child. Let's open it up. You know they gonna invite all the white girls to the cookout. Where the white yeah, women?
1: <laughs> that's exactly. What they gonna have Nura Dean standing
0: up holding a sign. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat too. Shout out to Nura Dean. <laughs> like this. <laughs> Where they at? <laughs> Where the white women's at? But um, yeah, she she went and put on a um a really really big. Here go Roger, child. Oh, uh-uh.
1: I'm about to nope. go. I'm, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to head out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Roger said most sisters don't even deserve to be at the cookout.
1: Well, 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 you know what? I feel like if you, the, this is my other thing. And that's why I said some, not all of us even, you know, should get an invite. Just like I said, those people who um, are going to do whatever to protect um, their position in society. I also believe that people who are partnered with those people, um, people who are dating outside of the race, you can't tell me you're not going to be pillow talking should plans involve action. You're not, you're gonna go home and tell your wife who's gonna tell her mom, who's gonna tell, and the alarms will be rang. So that's what I'm saying, I'm Not even, all of us ain't even getting an invite.
0: Hello, we'd like to welcome to the show Donnie the Great and the Roger Report. Long live the Heather. hey, Donnie and Roger.
2: Hey,
3: ladies, how y'all doing?
0: Hey, great.
3: What's happening? What's happening?
4: I just want to say, Roger shouldn't be invited to the cookout.
0: Roger hey. ask, can't come. <laughs>
1: Roger gonna hold up the sign in the front saying "Black women are bad people."
4: <laughs> that woman uh, gonna have a dissertation on why we are cooking the hot dogs wrong. <laughs> uh, I mean, real talk. Real talk.
3: Mo- most black women couldn't get into the cookout if I was in charge. They couldn't get in. That's Uh-oh. just real talk.
0: Family reunion, empty as a bitch. A bunch <laughs> oh, of all
3: If if it wasn't for the fact that a lot of y'all actually are blood relatives, nowhere in the world I let y'all in. Really. Real talk. Why
1: it couldn't come? So you the- gonna have an all male cookout?
3: The the problem the problem in our community is what the the uh the moles right the people who give information that shouldn't be given out who are those people usually in any community the women
1: no you can't just no 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 no
3: brother you can't do that come on now Uh, no no I can do it you know what you know what I can do it you know why 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 are why was why were slave overseers usually women because you can get them to set out easy. Just that simple, it's a known <laughs> fact. Usually women? No, that's a new, where do you get oh, that from? No, oh, oh, overseers that. on slave plantations were usually women, because it's, it's always been easier to get women to set out. Uh, y'all must don't know nothing about slavery. Oh, I know bad. about slavery, I and I've read about slavery. slavery. <laughs>
1: However, I've never heard that most of the overseers were female. Um, I do I do understand your point. Women are the ones who are more likely to turn. I will say that because even when you think about just in any nation if if a nation is being taken over by another group, they a lot of times they'll keep the women and children because they're easy to turn. In addition, um, you know, a woman isn't going to put a, a woman would uh, be more apt to give whatever information they're seeking to. But in this case, I can't say that you know women are the primary threat.
4: <laughs>
0: That's your turn. What you got?
3: Oh shit. Well, I mean, pe- pe- people, you always gonna have turncoats, but at the end of the day, if um, I mean, we can look at what's going on with our nation right now. Um if if black people make strides to to the, to where they need to be. You know, if you have a business and, and uh, let's say white supremacy got turned up the way it used to be. So then you have people who will show up at your, your place of business because you have a business. Okay. Now, if a, if a business is, is, if a business is run by a man, a man ain't going to just give his business up. He's not going to even go home and explain to his wife. He just signed over a business just because some like four or five white men came in and they, told me to give up the business or, or or else. He ain't finna go home and tell his wife that. He ain't finna go home and tell his children that. Now, you do the same thing and say a woman owns the business. A woman would tell her man that she, oh well, yeah, I signed the papers over because these guys came in and if I didn't sign it over, they was gonna kill me. And she she just signed it over,
0: <laughs>
3: you know? Listen, Nobody's gonna really need to know, just put minute, any boots Roger, to the ground.
0: Wait a minute, but then this is the thing though, Roger. If you have men approaching a woman and it's a, a sort of type of danger, yeah, a woman is probably going to give it up more than a man because a woman is probably not going to fight back the way a man will fight back. What do you think about that? Exactly.
3: Which is why that's why, you know, what I'm saying from a, from a, when, when you have a uh, when you look at the community as a whole, like I've always said that uh, uh, we need to make sure businesses owned by black men thrive. You know what I'm saying? It's fine for a black woman to own one. But if business owned by black men don't thrive, you 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 can't really be pro-black unless you're concerned with that, because the men are the ones that's going to fight at the end of the day. Everybody knows that. But but it, if we don't spend our money or have ideas that, that go along with that. And and when you talk about this ideal of inviting people to the cookout, um, I mean, even like you mentioned Gary Oman, Gary Oman is a as a as mm-hmm. a comedian that pretty much knows his place. And, and he ain't really finna step outside his place. He's just a dude that's been around some black people for a long time. He has a black wife and he acts like black people put him on,
4: which Let is exactly what happened. Question. He stays in his,
0: his Let me ask you yeah, He
4: got out of pocket. He got out of pocket when he uh, yeah, had he his did. wife
0: to make it.
4: Michael Blackson?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to talk about. There was a situation where Michael Blackson and him had got into a little roast uh session or whatever. And Gary Owen um had his wife say the say nigga in the um place of words or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what kind of shit?
3: I know Gary Owen and Michael Blackson had an internet beat, and they had an internet beat that both of them was inside the joke on. And I've heard them- well, I, I've heard that this explain. I heard Gary Owen talking about this. Both him and Michael Blackson was in on it. They was doing an internet beef for advertising purposes, basically. You know what I'm saying? And Gary Owen ain't finna come out and call nobody nigga. That, that was the whole purpose of bringing his wife in. Because he ain't finna say that word, period. He, not even joking. His He's wife should have been it.
1: like, H, No.
3: Rick. Yeah, he, his he, wife he put his it, wife it, into a bad wench position. You,
4: yeah, yeah, I get Gary Owen is a, is running around with the black people and that's why I say shit nobody who ain't black and and on top of not being, you have to be black. You gotta claim black. You couldn't be invited to the cookout if it was up to me. Mm-hmm. And Gary Owen is prime example. He on. had his wife go up there and be a bad wench and do the nigga. And then he sent that shit off. Now listen, you can be as slick as you want to be. In my opinion, he said the shit. If His wife said it, hey, can you say the can, can you say the nigga word? And then we just put it over. Okay. He be saying it in
1: the house.
3: Yeah. Look, th- see, th- this is the thing. This is the thing. If, if if Gary Owen can't get in, then I don't even know why other people even hit the realm of conversation. Because people talk about the Clintons. And you know, you had all these uh black sisters that was trying to help uh Hillary Clinton be the first female woman president. As if she don't stand with her husband. And they don't make all even with that super <laughs> the super predator thing. That was Hillary Clinton that called black men and well black uh, boys super predators. That was her. So I'm saying so. My thing is like, the ain't nobody really should be invited to a cookout. Period. Black people barely getting in because they got they got actual I blood see. relation. They barely getting in on off off that part alone. But at the end of the day, uh black. Black truly is is a is a is has been represented as a color that to really take care of class issues. Now that we got a new term called ADOs, at the end of the day, that's who we really talking about when we talking about black folks. And if you're not ADOs yeah. and you're not you're not a person that identifies mm-hmm. ADOs, you shouldn't even know where the cookout is located. Number one, number number two. Still, most of y'all couldn't get in. You know, <laughs> if I was running the show, because y'all, y'all, y'all
1: ain't really about black folks anyway. I agree with that, but but I'm not gonna say most sisters can't get in. Most most black folks wouldn't be able to get past me to get an invite.
3: Facts. Most most sisters are white supremacists. Most sisters <sighs> are white supremacists. Oh what, what what now, what what is what is the general the difference in general ideas among sisters and white supremacists? Are there any differences?
1: I'm not about
4: to have this argument with you today, brother. Uh, but listen, all, all I'm saying is it's too often we invite white people into the cookout and they steal some shit and then they run. They want to find out your mm-hmm. auntie's uh, recipe for the uh, for the sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. And then they start selling it in their Caucasian ass mm-hmm. store. There's no way in hell I should mm-hmm. walk into a fries to see a, a sweet potato pie. It, it, it just it shouldn't happen. And they do that shit too often, and then when they get rid of it, like Miley Cyrus, remember she ran around with that twerking oh, bullshit?
0: Oh, oh, uh, um, Donnie, there's a question for you. Doesn't one of your guests have a girlfriend who is half Nigerian, half half South African, British, black that calls the food he cooks slave food? Oh, that was Donnie you...
1: said that. Donnie said that so, about his wife. Yeah, my
0: fiance. My.
4: I'm the one, my fiance. That that's her. And what did she say? Half South African, half Nigerian, British, black. The cause of food he cooks, slave food. Yeah, Yeah, she calls it slave food because that's what
0: it is. Okay, well that clears up. How
1: do you identify something as slave food? (laughs) So how is soul food identified
0: as slave food? You think?
1: Okay, now that's some other mess.
3: Okay,
4: no, no, no. There's (laughs) an actual,
1: there's an
3: actual reality to. There's a reality to the term slave food. S- slaves were allowed to eat certain stuff, and the mm-hmm. stuff that was left over was viewed as slave food. So when people say "isn't that slave food," they're talking about what the masters used to allow the uh, the the slaves to have after they took everything mm-hmm. they wanted. So now there is an actual that, correlation I, I to
1: thought that. He like all soul food was being viewed as slave food. That's why. I-
3: that's what I was inquiring about. Well, a whole lot no, of it, uh, a whole true. lot of it, what well, is considered slave food at the end of the day? See, no, the thing I, is, I the disagree with that. Is Cornbread,
1: fried chicken, that ain't
3: slave food. No, no, what what, I, what what I'm saying to you is, we as black people, we we try to step away from certain stuff when it's convenient. There's some certain stuff that we have picked up on because it was allowed because of slavery. And we I just never like moved that. away from. It. I
1: don't like the notion I'm, that some it, of the food, like not that's like it, watermelon, it's watermelon hold on, is slave food hold on, hold on. because uh, slave food water- 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 like is watermelon.
3: It's a difference between some not liking something versus is something true or not. Well, what what you're you what, is based, you're,
1: it's based in opinion, so you're not presenting not, facts.
3: Not, no, no, no. Okay. This ain't. A, this, first of all, this so is what I'm talking about ain't got nothing to do with feeling nor of, as an opinion. Something being based on slavery is no one's opinion. That's Slavery is a fact that happened and certain <laughs> things happen because of slavery. Those are facts. No one is now. The feeling is that, how do you feel about not, the fact that something came from slavery? That's, a, that's where the feeling comes from.
1: I in. won't disagree that the food that was left over and given to slaves as if it was pig slop. Um, like chitterlings and stuff like that would be. I can see how that would be deemed slave food, but soul food is not something that I would um make a correlation that that slave food like soul. Food, okay, okay. For, so for the
4: white people, but you women in the home weren't
1: cooking fried chicken and cornbread. Just for,
4: fried for, chicken and not just cornbread, is it? Is there is there more I mean, soul absolutely food? Absolutely
1: not. I said the food that is is given like leftovers, like slop. Um so if you know things like that I can understand Okay but a lot dangerous. of that, a it's lot of like, that
4: was the basis for soul food and then we graduated to other food because we got better cuts of meat at that point. So you think okay, niggas I, was running around eating uh hog maw's and fucking <laughs> and gizzards? Of course
1: hog moths I can understand. I'm not going to have okay. the argument about food. Though. Okay, delicious. Okay.
4: Yeah, so I mean it, it it's a difference but that's got nothing to do with a, a white Becky coming in and doing the shit. And taking it and running, so I don't really don't understand how that came up. But
1: so I guess they're saying because your wife called what would be um, specific to our culture slave food, like some of the foods that are specific to our culture, that she was tagging it as slave food. I'm assuming that's why the point was brought up.
4: No, nah, it was it was a joke. I don't even remember what exactly what the part of the conversation was, but we crack jokes all the time. I always give her African jokes. She give me black uh American jokes. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. But she don't come to the cookout and run out. She don't have my kids. So we got we working as a unit. She's not in here on some I'm not black shit. I'm I'm better than you, I'm African. No, no, no. She knows she's a nigga. She get treated like a nigga. We had right. a full conversation. I told her she'd be a magical nigga because she got a British accent. She said, Well, the cops won't know that when they pull me over. <laughs> If they shoot at me from behind, they ain't gonna see my accent.
1: Well, all right, all right, and you know, I think that, that, that does bring about an interesting point because I did talk about the fact that a lot of non-ADOS um, Black people um, they don't necessarily understand our plight or our struggle. Like I've heard, you know, non, not not just non-ADOS, because uh, I uh, uh, Western West. People, black people that are from like West Indies, um, they seem to identify more with our plight because they had the, you know, uh, their struggles parallel ours. Um, but like Africans or, um, you know, people of different cultures that are still black, even some Hispanic blacks, don't necessarily identify with, you know, our plight in this country. Um, so that they brings about another better. question: Would they, would they be
4: if you are a black person and you do not if you are a black person and you do not identify as black, that's a problem. So a mm-hmm. lot of these Dominican dudes, they're black. It just is what it is. I've been to Dominican Republic, it's a country full of the niggas. They run around and do uh do rags and and, and have put on weaves. they are a black country, but they get over here, they come mm-hmm. from New York, they come from Miami, and what they tell you, I'm Spanish, puppy. No, 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 I'm mm-hmm. Spanish.
1: Yeah, I've seen that too. And then yeah. they will check white on you know government forms,
3: you know, they'll check Hispanic, white. Well, see, the problem is we care about what they say. That's the problem in itself. Uh, uh, Being Black, yes, a color from a technical standpoint, but if you're not, if you're not basically an ADOS by definition, you don't identify with my people, you're not part of my group. When you are out, you're not American. You're, you can't identify with my American experience. And if you're not a black American, how are you going to identify with my black American experience? So my thing is to even have a question about all these other people that are not part of our group makes zero sense. It shouldn't even be on the table.
1: I I think you bring up a good point. I mean, this is my thing with us Black people. Like, we like to have this pan... And, like, I understand it. We have a Pan-African mindset a lot of times. Um, But if we went to their country, would we be invited to their cookout, their their version of a cookout? You know what I mean? Um, If we were to uh, take up residence in their countries of origin.
0: Now, to be honest with you, um, I think some countries are very... um, black people friendly and there have been um some places that i've been overseas that were really really friendly towards black people um but you know we have money so yeah yeah they'll be they'll
4: be real friendly when you got money like in hong kong they real friendly when you got money when you ain't got money or you look like you don't got money they look at you sideways and talk (laughs) talk about you all kind of ways
0: but now Um, i'll say here um like we have some people from Africa over here that I've met and they were really, really friendly. Like they had that good grandma energy, like that, Oh That's yeah, really listen. I've worked
1: with a ton of Africans. They friendly, but they'll let you know they ain't you, and they still do. You know they they don't still don't identify with our plights necessarily, and they still have you know a ton of prejudices against um, ADOs black people, thinking that we're lazy and we're this and we're that, and you know. So I've met, a, a, I've worked with a ton of Africans. They are uh, definitely have friendly dispositions, but I don't know necessarily that they, you know, identify with
3: power place no, no one does and we should not expect them to they are not sure. us in reality is ados people is a certain group of people a- ain't nobody else us and the fact that we want somebody to identify with us as if they had our experience
1: is crazy. But West Indian Black people uh, do uh, tend to identify they, with our experience. They not yeah, us
3: they either.
1: Yeah, but they, they identify they have a with our
4: experience. this way different from way different from any other culture I've met. Then, like to to low key put it, like West Indian people is like my mortal enemy when I'm out and about because <laughs> these motherfuckers have such a disdain and a and a way they carry themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. They're arrogant. Nobody likes ADOS Black people. However, you know, because their uh, experience parallels ours in some ways. um, They just, if anybody, would identify more with us than any other group. But I I agree with, you know, what Roger said. I guess we shouldn't expect them to um, identify with our experience.
3: Why should we even care? They're not our people. They're not going to fight for us. It's
1: just a a discussion of who's (laughs) invited.
3: No, no, I, I understand, but this is something that Black people need to hear. Ain't none of them other people us. Don't none of them fight for us. The, the Civil War was not about slavery. The Civil War was about keeping a union together and about states right. Slavery was just a certain condition that had to t- have an effect because of economic reasoning. It still was about money at the end of the day. If they had a way to keep you a slave and still have the money be okay, we still be slaves to this day. It just didn't work I, out financially for either side. So the, my whole thing is, ain't nobody fought for us in American history. None. Mm, say that.
1: So, that, that's, so That's my
3: bottom line. Yes. that. I mean, even when y'all was talking about earlier, like, how we have allies. We ain't never had an ally. There's been no non-black person <laughs> that you can say they have fought for black people and got this thing accomplished.
1: I We don't, don't even s- have black politicians fighting any... for black people. Any what uh, non-black allies?
3: Not we don't even have black folks. We don't even have black folks who achieve no. anything for black people.
1: True, but that, still, if you think of think, you know, throughout the history of this country, you don't think that there have been any non-black allies. Even it's, even if we, it, even, we, even if we go with your here's the
3: important they're, part. They're, mm-hmm. Here's the important part. They didn't accomplish anything. It's been penny, penny people who
1: tried.
2: What is your what, Really version? and truly, there
1: has been non black, non ADOS allies that have accomplished things. Even if you look at Marcus Garvey, if you look at um, uh, Kwame Nkrumah, if you look at like, there have been non ADOS people that have been allies that have accomplished a great deal.
4: At a certain point, we, we took a turn. You haven't seen that in the last 20, 30 years, though, have you?
1: True, true. Back in, true. Back I, in the I, day
4: it was a little bit more unified, but in the last th- I say 30 years, when have you seen a group of uh basically non-Ados people really come to bat for us?
1: I haven't.
5: You don't. Let me tell you about this time I got arrested.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> You've been to jail um, in the in the down in the I'm sorry? Well, down in the cell part of the jail. They had all non-ADOS and, and African people down there. They treated us like crap. They treated us like we were full prisoners. <laughs> and a couple people were in there for tickets. I mean, it was like... And I like I noticed it on the outside, too, how non-ADOS Blacks uh, non-ADOS blacks treat us uh, American Blacks. It, it's not good, but then again, it's, it's almost to the point where why are you worried about non-ADOS Blacks when ados blacks is something to worry about as well <laughs> you know is it is like is this is this whole thing across the board with this disunity that we kind of have and i think that's something that we need to work on as a people um just saying so i, look I at think
2: it a little differently i look at it i look at all this a little bit differently than what the three people are agreeing upon um
0: School us, Mr. Research?
2: No, I can't school anybody. Okay. I can just share my experience.
0: School well, me, Mr. Research?
2: Well, I can't school nobody. Um, one thing I think we do is we, we shout each other down for having a different thought process. We like to belittle each other for having a different experience. We just can't, it seems like, except that maybe somebody took a trip to Italy. And it was different from your trip to Italy, or somebody lived in Italy, but because you took a weekend trip, you want to spend 20 minutes shouting down what somebody experienced. I think that's, I think our number one thing is we have a difficulty learning in, in, uh, when, when we get together. We, we want to, um, fulfill Massa's dream of shouting down Kunta Kente so we can dance around. And, and, and that's the craziest thing. Everybody should be allowed to come to an intellectual event and say whatever it is they they're say to the audience. Huh? Oh,
5: what well, you were saying? Everyone is allowed to come to speak to an intellectual audience. That's what you're saying.
2: So everybody should become, should, uh, I'm talking everyone. about, I'm talking about as it relates to, uh, us working together or, non-ados people seeing us uh as someone to either fear or value or work with we we can't oh, okay. get, we 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 can't get that if the image of us is constantly belittling each other and when, when i talk to non-ados people that's the very first thing they say y'all y'all are not family y'all don't work together um, well my last yeah. one is F. Okay, go go ahead go ahead go ahead point is this. Now, I'll be quiet. Um, When you look at the Sikhs, the Sikhs of Iran, India, Russia, all these other places, Sikhs have an emblem that says, we are all one. And they truly believe that. So no matter whether you're an Indian Sikh, a Iraqi Sikh, a Iran Sikh, a Russian Sikh, they see all of their experience as one and they don't see those land masses as first that's what ados in my opinion have to get to i'll be quiet kev you got the mic
5: oh okay because you said that you kind of saw it differently for us but we were pretty much saying the same thing that none the ados africans kind of look at ados africans as if we're different so just wanted to offer a little bit I, no,
2: I didn't say
5: that you, you no. kind of did but okay um no, not at all all right, all right, all right, all right all right. and um, what what you what you were basically talking about was our thought processes and our lack of unity, and everyone should be able to come to the table to help us work together, right? That
2: was everyone, what you were saying? No, what I said was everyone should be able to come together come together, share their experiences so that we can learn from our experience, not work together necessarily but being able to share our experiences like family does at a basic dinner table. But, 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 but please get off me. I just, just go back to the topic. Please get off me. I just want to say that as it relates to the topic. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. Well, let let,
3: let me, let me throw this in. Let me throw this in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, All right. Um, at the end of the day, this country is designed to work with groups. That's the design of this country. Our, our people do not want to accept that this country runs in groups. We are a group whether we like each other or not. Everyone sees us as a group. And we're going to start working as if we are a group versus th- those groups. Or we're not going to do that. Now, individually, you can pretty much do a lot of... The, when it start, When you start talking about groups of people, they see us as a particular group. And we just need to accept that those groups are on the side of their group. They're not on the side of our group. And that's fine. We just need to accept and we need to learn to be on our group side, period. You cannot compete with everybody else when they're competing against you and you can't even identify yourself as being part of the only group that will accept you. Ain't Nobody needs to accept us but us,
0: Period. Yeah, but I don't, we're we're not even at a point to where we can accept each other. But let me ask you guys some questions. What do you think would help us um, accept each other more as uh, a people?
2: The number one thing non-black people say is that we act like children. I think for the men, the men have to remove that na 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 nah type of element out of the out of the out of what they say, because aside from the women. The black male image is severely damaged as complainers and I gotcha type of dudes. That's that's I think the number one from from my point of view. That's the number one thing. Take out the childishness and, and start having more of these non-black people fear your mind as opposed to your physicality. Oh
0: okay. Well um, um Roger.
3: If you want if to, to actually create a change, the, the first thing you're gonna have to do is, is is actually participate in group economics on some type of serious level. And businesses owned by black men have to thrive. Because until that happens, you're nobody as a group at the end of the day.
0: Roger, Just I can ask you this question because you brought this up before, but what I've noticed with a lot of black people, um, Most of us won't stay behind to rebuild the the hood or to rebuild where we came from. Most of us won't stay behind to build that. So what I've noticed with most people, because I would probably do it myself if I had a business as well. Most of us will um, make our money in the hood or make our money wherever. And then we take our monies and we leave and we go to other places. We go to um, non-white, non-black areas. I'll say that. What do you
2: but think? we did it's just that what I happens mean, we, is we, let's take let's take hair for for example Roger can build a hair emporium with all hair products and our women will still go to the Chinese. Donnie can go create four four uh uh nail spas 24 hours around the city. Our women will still go to the Chinese because what they're doing is and I'm not hating on them. They want to go to places where people pat them on the back and tell them how great they are. I have they a not question really,
1: though. Do you they feel not like really that's going specific for the to sales? black male-owned businesses? That 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 black, black I know people and black in women are isolating black male-owned businesses and, and and intentionally frequenting businesses owned by non-black people.
5: Yes, not not necessarily.
3: That's been
5: That's interesting. Um uh, I will say let me,
3: let me say this. Oh
5: my bad. Go ahead, Kev. I'll go after you. Oh, uh, I will say the most patronized black male business is the barbershop. Let, let's not leave the barbershop out.
1: Mm. Um, I have a question. Do you all feel so we've identified well most of us stated that um black people are not or excuse me that the people coming to the cookout our primary focus should be ADOS people. But do you think that it's it would behoove us to to make allegiances with other groups, um, you know, to to aid us in you know in, in whatever ways? Just do you think it's important to find allies within other groups? Um,
4: we need to find allies within to, ourselves. To aid us, like to, aid to, us to, it, to help
1: us in the fight for equality.
4: I find allies in other groups just keep taking else. It's just us keeping keep on taking it.
3: Donnie? Hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I heard Hello? you. You was telling the truth.
4: Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, us us trying to find uh all these this black and brown connection uh the black and yellow connection and all that shit we just keep taking l's because we go out of our way to help these people and then when it turns around and the shoes on the other foot they all of a sudden is too busy they can't help us so we need to find allies within ourselves build ourselves up so when we come to the table we don't need nobody else.
2: C. Rose is kind of oh, sorry. I'll go after Kev, my
5: fault. I
2: gotta get it. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't
5: say anything. Maybe that's some noise in the background. I, I was but I
3: was trying to say get something okay. in myself, but uh because it I mean um Sister George make up a good point. People start making money and then they go move into a, a non-black neighborhood. That's a lot of our mindsets. See, we have this mindset that if you live in the hood, you know what I'm saying, you're not successful. So we we train each other and I know I I've, I've said it before on one of my shows if you make money you can stay in the hood yourself and start developing your own property in the hood mm-hmm. and you be an example for you be an example for those in the hood you don't have to everybody doesn't need to know you own some big successful business somewhere else or even if it's just a, a one spot shop they don't need to know you own that Like I'm in Chicago. I can own something on the west side and live on the south side. I don't have to have no connection to those two areas of town.
1: I I, I agree with that. That's a good mindset because I was going to say, we don't own the hoods anyway. What's the sense in staying in neighborhoods and communities that we don't own? But you are absolutely right. Like Why not invest and pour back into our communities? We're making everybody else rich that comes to our communities anyways.
3: But but, but this is a big issue. um, This is a big issue. (laughs) When it comes to women, women want to live in nice places. Men got to learn to tell women shut up. Who cares what they want? At the end of the day, we got to do what's best for us as a people. And all that is not going to be just because we make some money, I got to put my but, women in this right, nicer right, neighborhood. Wait a minute. I don't, agree. I don't agree with that. It's just
0: the women that want to live in nice places. Um, I, I'm women not, I, stuff too. I didn't
3: say it was just women. What I said was... <sighs> When when they when men make some money, a lot of times they know what they need to do. But a woman is going to be unsatisfied staying in the hood when she know you making back. Roger, you,
1: you have a target on your back, and that's a concern. Too. That's if true. people in the hood know that you are doing well, a lot of times you're targeted.
3: I, I, well, judgment, you, can own, you can own the business in one location and not be known what you own in the location you actually live you can get the two totally separate. so
2: so, how many of y'all
3: live in your own neighborhood
2: so so the original question was about business but if we switch it to what do we own and we secretly own multiple properties somebody please explain to me how does that help the business question
3: i mean If if you own if you own multiple properties and you're running if maybe your properties are your business, it still would be good for black kids to see black landlords. Now I'm I'm not saying you got to live in that same area yourself. If you have you know a nice building of of some kind, you don't have to live right next door to it. But it would be nice for black kids to grow up and see black people owning a particular property.
2: Let me suggest Mm. to you as as a person that us does own multiple. If you don't like like me I hired the neighborhood kids to do my landscape it's is if you have this property you got one or two things happening and I only say this cuz I'm from the hood I'm from the block you'll get people who will be jealous of what you're accumulating as a, as opposed to well he ain't helping me or he ain't helping my 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 little nephews he ain't doing nothing I had to go get it so I think I think out of respect to your answer which I don't knock your answer. I just look at it like when it comes to the business part that Sister George was talking about, we're talking about who are we hiring? Who are we elevating to manager? Who are we indoctrinating with? We own the liquor store and nobody touched that liquor store because Sister George owns that liquor store and and she employ a couple of people from uh the local hood working there. I think that's that's what the real topic was when we switch it over to property now we're a business person true but we're an invisible business person we're we're we don't we i, I don't know half the people that that got uh that are black that own properties on the block that y'all live <laughs> you know so it's it's you know that's kind of a different thing i would think but please explain it to me
3: no, no, no. I I get what you say. My my thing is, as long as black people own it, I look at it as a win, regardless. But regardless of what we own, if we if we don't uh if we don't support our our businesses, then we ain't even in positions for us to have some of us hiring others of us. And black people say all the time about what we what we supposed to do and what we could do. But when there's a black owned business in the area, we don't support that business as the customer base so they can hire black people. People say they want to work yeah. for non-white folks. Well, you got to put them in position to hire. Them.
0: Well, let me ask y'all yeah. this. Let me ask y'all this because this is what black people tend to run into as far as dealing with black businesses. A lot of black businesses and I know there a lot of them are just getting started, may not have the same resources. Um a lot of black businesses have um if you have a, a a mediocre black business and a good white business, most times we're going to choose the good white business because the product is better or the environment is better. What do y'all yeah. think about that?
2: Yeah, that's true. That, that's an
0: absolute
3: yeah. lie. It's an absolute yeah.
1: well, lie. Well, I, I do think that if, one thing that I've noticed, though, is that a lot of times, even like somebody used the example of going to Asian nail shops and Asian beauty supply stores. A lot of times they have multiple or they've been in business for extended periods of time. And a lot of times sometimes they don't even have to pay taxes. Their products may be cheaper. So a service or product might be cheaper. And that is another reason why I know that personally, even like my nail lady, she's more expensive than if I were just to go to a nail Asian shop. But she she's black, you know, so a lot of times you're going to pay more um, for the product or service from a small black owned business. That ain't the reason black people in out. A
4: lot of times these these people will go out here and right. buy these over the top purses. They'll go buy these over the top mm-hmm. shoes, everything. Uh, for the name brand, and it costs a little bit more just to say that you bought it, and, and it costs from that price point. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. you want to spend that at the nail shop. True, go true, that Good the, point. Uh, at the at the at the barber or the hair lady or whatever it is, if it's black owned, spend that extra money because it's gonna come back to us. But people want to go say that they bought it at the white person's shop in the white part of town, and they was over there with the white folks doing white folks things. That's too much going on. Well.
3: Uh, well, let me, well, can I throw this in real quick, Kev, because uh, just to attach to what Donnie is saying, because it, it, people you, just make excuses for the reason they don't come to the black owned businesses. It's been since I since I've been a kid, I've been hearing people say, oh, I had a bad experience at a black owned business. I'm not going back to any other black owned businesses. Facts. Truth be told, I've heard people who are black say they had ex- bad experience at all kinds of other business. Yep. Yet I've never heard one of them say I'm never going back to a white owned business. I'm never going back to a Jewish owned business. I'm mm-hmm. never going back to a Korean owned business. And I have seen black folks have bad experience at every type of business there is. I'm 42 <laughs> years old. I've been seeing it. It's a it's a mental issue that black people have, and it ain't got nothing to do with none of the excuses people uh, make up.
1: I agree, Roger. We think white is better, so or non-black is better. We've we equate that with better. White is right.
4: So it's inherent in our DNA at this point. This is why people get money and they move about the hood. That's what I wanted to say earlier. Mm-hmm. The problem with people who. Have this mentality of I'm gonna get robbed in the hood. As soon as I make some money, is you're not helping your community out. It's no way in hell. Because I, I I've got a cousin uh who makes a whole bunch of money. He stay in the hood. I got a uh, godfather. He makes. He's a millionaire. He staying in the hood. It's a whole bunch of people I know that stay in the hood because they know the hood. They help the hood out. So yeah, some little shit happened here and there, but it's not gonna change the fact that this is their neighborhood and this is what they help to create and build. People respect that. That's why when uh. Nipsey Hussle passed away. Everybody had a uh was crying, was out in the street acting a fool because that man contributed to his community.
0: Um Do y'all feel that enough black people who um are who become successful, do y'all feel like enough contribute to their community mm-hmm. or contribute back to where they came from? Mm-hmm. I think
3: that's a bad question. Cause at the end of the day, They're we so need to start viewing them just question. like we view. Yeah, I think it's a bad question because at the end of the day, we need to view them just like we view everybody else. And nobody else do we look at and say, well, they own who owns this particular business and how much did they contribute back to their old neighborhood before I shop there? No one asks this question about the owners of Kmart, the owners of Walmart, the owners yeah, of Walgreens, the, the owners is, of the United States. But Central.
0: the difference is, is that whites own the majority of wealth in the world. Not just um, our local neighborhoods, and so what I'm saying is, a lot of white people do that shit as tax
3: write offs. They help out their community. Yeah. They
1: have no, I, no. I know they, they got, do. they the schools. I know they, they give do.
3: The no, no. I'm not talking about what they do. I'm talking about what we do when we go when we evaluate. Should we go to a bin? We don't evaluate how much they give to their community based on how what much we're willing to spend make with
2: them. The what difference does that make to the question? That that's why I said the it,
3: the question does that, that it does is not even a good question, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, if you are a black person and you see a black owned business and you can and you can get a uh a service or a product from that business, you helping them is, is also helping yourself. The, no,
0: I think you um misunderstood it wasn't about them um giving back and what it is that they well actually it was about them giving back but it, it really didn't have anything to do with what other people do for their communities. So what I'm asking is when black people do own black owned businesses, do we feel like they give enough back to our communities when they do own those businesses?
5: They have to be supportive no, I get
0: enough. what you said, oh.
3: but my point was we shouldn't even be asking that question. If it's a black owned business and
1: I
2: can shop there, I win period. Ro- Roger is saying we shouldn't care about the black element. We should only look at it from business period. Right, but you, no, no but- I'm, I, I'm saying it's a black person with a business. If I can help them have
3: a successful business, that's a win for them and a win for me. But the more you know, black you know, people you know, in a
0: successful business, the more black people can hire other black people. But this is this this is another problem, okay? Because we do have a lot of other people that own businesses within the ba- black community, right? Um, you have uh Arabs with gas stations, uh the Asians with the hair stores and stuff they don't contribute anything to our communities and i think that's a problem but what i'm saying is would it be a problem if black people did the same or it's just about them owning the business and us supporting that business even though they don't do anything beneficial
2: Um, let me answer my 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 part so i can be quiet and mute myself uh so i'm in the middle of trying to uh, see how much I can uh in uh get uh Taco Bell Express. And there's a lot of stuff I gotta go like a regular Taco Bell is two million now. But I'm they trying got
4: Dale do, Taco over there. I'm <laughs> trying to do
2: Taco Bell Express. And one of the reasons uh difference Donnie is that um uh because Taco Bell has the uh marketing already and, and Dale Taco doesn't and uh Taco Bell has the breakfast element. For where I want to put this location. So with that said, George, uh, I kind of worked out all all this type of stuff. What I see a lot of times for black men, and I like to stick to that more, they tend to not hire a lot of black people, and that's unfortunate. And that goes to your question on giving back. When it comes to, to, to what Roger was saying about being a customer. Yeah, I see a lot of black guys, black doctors, cause I'm in medical, they get that black money. But to your question, they don't necessarily hire black folks. It'll be like, I know several black doctors and I've even questioned them about it. They probably only have 25, 40% black people working for them. So that goes to your question, sister George, we're not really doing enough. Yes, like Roger said, I think we get a lot of black customers And we get to say, I'm a black owner and I'm making this money off the black dollar. But to your question, it don't always translate into black employees who are becoming managers and going on into great careers in in other
5: areas. So I'll be quiet. Okay. Let me, let me respond to that. That's not the problem at all. The problem is the attitude that we are raising our people with period. That's what's causing problems on both sides. It's like if 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 we are a people who saw our parents doing this, you know, going to black businesses, being black bosses, hiring black people, patronizing black businesses, then we would be that way. No. What we did was like what happened was we saw our parents go to Walmart, go 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 to these white grocery stores, go to these white restaurants. And and then like when somebody black tries to come around and sell something to them, they're rejecting them. Nah, I'm good. That's all right. I mean, the attitude has to start like at the neighborhood level. We got to start learning how to appreciate ourselves and appreciate the things and the talents that we have. It, it's, it, it's that That's what the problem is. We're not showing our kids this. We're showing our kids that, you know, white is better. And that's by design, because the, the ruling society shows you that white is better, too. Like I come from a town where whenever storms hit and knock out the power and everything, they're on the predominantly size, the white size of town first. See, when black people constantly see that, they see that as goals. They see that as goals. Let me get on that side. That side is much better. When you see stores on the black side of town, they're not well kept and they're not well kept because they're not making the money to be well kept. We 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 like. Okay, the poor blacks will support the black stores. I'll put it that way. The poor blacks will. The mid kind of blacks are looking at the other stuff as goals. I, I know because I've seen this growing up. I, I've seen this growing up. They, they send they'll send the kids to white schools, white universities like 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 it's, like it's all good. But these black uh, like our, our black stuff is just as good. They just need the support. If they can't get the support, they can't become better. They can't. They can't provide all these. Uh, they, they can't support the community like that because the community is not supporting them. What what I'm saying is is like we see all of these things and these are the attitudes that we have. Now, some of us wake up out of that stuff, but not enough of us. I'm just, you know, just saying.
3: And let me add let me add this real quick. At, at, at the end of the day, just like when uh Sister George just said, you know, like the, the errors may have a gas station and they don't do nothing for the community. Okay. If I if I can pick between an error that does nothing for community and I can pick between a black person that does nothing for the community. I'm at least smart enough to say, I'm gonna give my money to the black person that don't do nothing for the community. If if we already cool with giving money to people who do nothing for our community, there is no reason that you can give me that's legitimate to say, I can't give my money to black people. We already give it to people who don't care about our community.
5: Yeah, yeah, I I, I get that. It's it's like, but let, let me go a little further we always try to find a reason to not support the black to go to the non-black and support them and what we need to do we need to flip that around because it is like okay the asian that don't support me versus the black that don't support me that it's going to be better to support the black just because you know just because they black right every, just
3: because they, they black every just race
5: every race does that shit. now if you want to talk about what other races do and not exactly what other races think yeah Asians are going to support Asians. Mexicans are going to support Mexicans. Not, whites going to support white. Blacks don't have that attitude. We have this. We so
0: I got a good question for y'all. Did y'all vote, vote for Barack Obama just because he was black?
4: Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was my first vote. I was 18
5: years old. I was like, yeah, he's going to make a change. He's a black man. Both times, no, I thought he was better than Mitt Romney and he was black the second time, but the first time it was
2: because he was black. Period, and and un, un, and he did several things that did ultimately benefit black folks that black folks don't like to give credit. Say what? For.
1: what? Yeah,
2: us? yeah, I'm, I'm lost. Oh okay, boy, <laughs> let,
3: let, let me let
4: me go real
3: quick. As it relates
4: to, <laughs> I, I didn't
3: vote for him simply because he was black. I'm okay. just going go that real quick, okay. Go ahead, Mr. I, I was a kid.
5: I did.
0: As a, as a I did. I am guilty. <laughs> I definitely think um we should really have more so of hear- that type of mindset. But um go I ahead, Mr. Research Point. Yeah.
2: Okay, just one for the men, because I like to stick on the man's side. Uh he created funding for child support. Uh uh, outside people which, which was never like that before uh, when he created the um, the uh, e-verify he reached he realized there was a loophole hurting uh, lower class men especially black men. One of my uh, old roommates uh, from college actually worked in his administration uh, so here's what he created funding for uh, people to go get uh, legal aid within the child support system. For free, so it so the, him uh, he created that. What do you do specifically for now? black people though? I want to the thing, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People like to say specifically. I always like to ask people, "What do you consider specifically?" Because because black what? men did not have access to free legal aid. And child- he did
1: things that were specific for LGBTQ. He did things that were specific to yes. Native Americans. And he
2: mentioned it
4: and he said it verbatim. So when they cut those Jewish people uh checks, they specifically got money. So that I need some specific. He
1: granted to that more funds to Native Americans, several millions do- of dollars to Native Americans. In addition, he a lot of the legislation that he passed for LGBTQ.
2: Okay. Legislation for LGBTQ was not passed by Obama. That was Congress and that was Supreme Court. Why is
1: everybody
2: who pushed it through
1: though? He pushed for it. He pushed for it. I mean, every time time
2: wait a minute, you guys are moving are moving to go, folks. First, you said what are the specifics? And now, respectfully to you guys, he didn't specifically do those things, but now you're saying he pushed for them.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: That's going to be with any president. You, you, you have you, an agenda. You push for whatever it is that you, you know, um, for your constituents or whatever your your group okay, is. I can targeting. respect that,
0: but
2: but, but also also, Ciro, if, if that's the measuring stick, then when I say that he created the these uh type of things that he's tied to, then you got to allow me to have the same type of uh, of a uh, uh, of of yeah. leniency if you're saying I, that. He pushed well, for those things. We're then, looking
1: for a, real examples. Like I, I thought you were going to say that. My brother's keeper. I, I, I will. Oh, no, because he didn't
2: invent my brother's keeper. My, my 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 brother's keeper was borrowed by uh what uh uh bloom uh Bloomberg started. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm not going to say that because that's not a fact.
1: Well, that's generally the one thing that people come up with, and I will accept that because I know that that he did push hard for um funding for my brother's keeper, and I think they do specifically target like black and brown.
2: Um, so, so, so let me be clear on the gay thing Joe Biden pushed for the gay thing, Obama didn't originally push for the gay thing, and matter of fact, he's on record as saying he didn't want that until Joe Biden kept on and on and on and convinced him. And ultimately he did. So yeah. Obama didn't push for that. Obama relinquished that because Joe Biden kept pushing. And, and I just want to respectfully say to you guys, if you want specifics and and, and, and you're saying that him creating this type of thing, uh, the other thing he tried to do for black men was the uh, child support relief, that Paul Ryan blocked. So, so I, I just want to know, what's, where, where's the measuring stick on specifics so I can be in line with what you guys are saying? Because if you're saying pushed for is okay, but passing what, is not okay, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused.
3: Well, let, let me say this, Mr. Research, because at the end of the day, a president doesn't really do anything specifically for a group unless they're going to actually put white people, they're going to say white women, and and to t- today's terms, no one president is going to do that. But there are laws you, you can set up that. that you know are going to have a major effect on certain groups. People know this. So he's you can't find what he specifically did for black people. But he could have done things that would specifically help black people, even though technically somebody else could get help under the same act. That's all. That's, right. that's, and so and that, that's, that's what we got to
2: leave. Quite a few things that ultimately helped black people. But I just I always say when people say specific, because Kennedy was Irish and he didn't do stuff specifically for Irish, but Irish people benefited greatly. He did this this stuff specifically for white people. <laughs> so I mean
4: it, you can look at it from the angle of Obama came in and he specific or he helped black people with child support. But to be honest with you, I'm not on child support. I don't think any man on this panel is on child support i only know maybe one or two people on child support and they're not black i like how does that specifically help us you because know, i don't even think that greatly helps us
2: because child support amongst males and 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 uh you're talking to one who was greatly affected by it. i don't have any kids but i was accused <laughs> but i was accused of it and i had to pay 50 grand I paid so, 50, but you got your 50, 50, grand, 50 grand back now, right? it was not mine huh you got
4: your fifty grand back. I just you cannot so get I'm your fifty grand
2: back. It's not possible. Yeah, you don't you uh, don't get money back off child support. Yeah, it's, it's called father you, of record. Man, you There's, got Carlton. It's a law <laughs> called father of record, and you, you I, can't you 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 can't get your money back. So I even you could DNA, get your money back. So even though DNA proves the child is not mine, and even though the judge acknowledges that, that has. Before two thousand five, when there was a loophole allowing them to do it, hold, so, hold up, hold up, hold up. So wait, 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 Kev, hold on. So there are lots of people who get hit with father of record things, and 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 respectfully, Donnie, I would suggest that a lot of brothers suffer from things that may not directly affect Donnie. Like, I used to be a volunteer for for, uh, First Time Fathers of of Atlanta. And there's a lot of people that get affected by stuff. Sometimes we got to go outside of ourselves to realize that the black men out there are really suffering behind a lot of these child support scenarios. Just like why Jay Quan could not continue his rap career, because he got hit with a false father thing. And I mean, I'm not
4: denying that child support happens. I'm not denying that people are on child support. What I'm saying to you is uh, it's it's my belief. It's not a whole bunch of black men on child support. I don't think there's a majority
2: being accused of child support with father of record charges. Tennessee has the highest. Chicago had the second highest. California had the third highest. This was going on, Donnie, while you didn't know it was going on.
4: That I mean, and that's yeah, perfect. Let me say
2: this the issue with DME. child support if a black
3: guy has a child, more than likely he'll end up on child support. That's the issue, that, and that's how it's affecting black people. That's why most black child men child. ain't having children.
2: You, you, you don't even have to have a child. You could you prior to 2005, no, no, bro. More I, I know that I
3: don't even want, I don't even brother.
2: want.
3: Look, I, I know what you're talking about, Mr. Research. I don't even want. That information really being put out there so women can learn about it and more than <laughs> start using. Because I know exactly what you're talking about, and I don't even want them with that information. Well, I think Donnie wasn't aware. No, no, right no, He, was, he it, wasn't aware. It, really? book right. is? is- is whether
4: we're not of the father of the father record or not. I think it's it's this is affecting more white people than it is black people, probably just because of numbers. But uh, Asians, Mexicans, everybody else. I don't think that that was a that was a bill. I don't want to call that a bill that's gonna speak uh, specifically uh, directly impacts black people. Cool. All right, you can kind of get around that. But i want something specific specific to black people so when you say the father of record and everything else that's cool but you know that's that's impacting more white people than it is black people
5: can i give you a specific can i give you some specific he he paid uh holocaust survivors jewish people reparations Jews. jewish pe- yeah reparations,
1: and increased the uh, yeah. amount for native americans by. but that's <laughs> what
4: i'm talking about they gave these people specifically checks for them specifically so you have to be on a checklist that says you are this or you and you can't have whatever the where what the allotment was and nobody else can get this. There's nothing that's been for us that nobody else can get. Everybody can step in and claim and they do it more so than us. That's what happened with uh uh with civil not
3: civil rights. Uh, y'all know what I'm talking nah, about. No, that happened with civil rights, brother. <laughs> A term <terminative laughs> action. <laughs> But see, but that's why I say in today's terms, nobody's fighting for black people. I don't care how y'all want to lay. No one's fighting for black people on any kind of political uh, front at all. It's just not being done. So we need to just accept the fact that it ain't being done because we're not the ones doing it. It's not going to be done until we can do it. And we're not going to be in position to do it on any large scale until we're actually participating in group economics this way other people do. If we're not yeah. gonna do that, we'll never get to that spot right. where we're gonna have specific stuff done for Black people. It's me, not gonna me,
0: happen. So yeah, let me. Without, in in practicing group economics, would y'all be willing to share? Um, let's say y'all bought a duplex. Would you be willing to share with three other families? Um, in order well, the, that
3: that's that that it, that that doesn't hit the what group economics mindset needs happen in a group economic mindset you need to understand that if somebody black owns it I shop there because they're black
0: I that's understand. the mindset people did, that did you
4: say live there or did yeah. you say like own the property
0: have other races of people like I've seen um Hispanics um you had I've seen about 14 in a one bedroom apartment
4: there's then, a different reason for that but uh, I'm not going to get into it on air <laughs>
3: Yeah, but what I'm saying, simply living together for a short period of time is not the thing that's going to move group economics alone. There's not the serious side. That's a way to save money while people work and get in better positions so they can own their own their own stuff. Yeah, but, but the, the, the but the reason that works is because Mexicans know to buy from Mexicans without the part of having the Mexicans know to buy from Mexicans. All of them sharing that place for a period of time doesn't mean anything
4: plus is down they have they have three families in their house and then by the time the house is paid off which is going to be in five years because everybody chipping on that bitch they add a second story to the house somehow
3: <laughs> but 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 they still shop with their own people once they move yeah. out that house see that's the whole thing they, they move out that house they get a different house they still keeping their money in their community as best they can because they understand the value of group economics That's why them sharing a place works for a while. If you share a place and you don't practice group economics, you can have five black families in the same house. And if if everywhere they go, they can barely find a a place to spend a black dollar. All that sharing didn't ain't going to mean nothing at the end of the day because you're going to save your money just to do what? Spend it with some other people later.
0: So let me ask you a question, Roger, because you do talk a lot about buying black, right? And shopping black. What what do you do in instances where the customer service is not up to par? Because I think that everybody in the chat room, everybody on the panel, can can agree that we've all experienced um, one bad customer service um, incident at a black business. What do you do in that instance? <laughs> you. Edit. If it's that
3: big a deal, you find another black because the same way you tre- treat these white folks. Because when, when people get bad customer service from white folks, they just find different white people giving the same thing. Or honestly, a lot of them go back to the same white folks. They don't have that qualification for non-black people. It's only for black people that qualification exists. So why you can't treat us the way you treat the same people that you keep going to their business, even though they treat me like crap? I, it's, it's, it's all these uh, um, uh spots in neighborhoods where you have these Koreans and, and, and uh, all these different groups of people these Arabs and all that you can find videos of it people be in the store talking all kind of crazy to each other yet they store being be busy and people going there shopping every day not being respected so how can you take disrespect from a non black person and keep shopping there and then say when a black person disrespect me I ain't gonna shop there no more that makes no <laughs>
5: sense at all it goes back to what I was saying earlier. We always try to find a reason to not go back to the Black one. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but um, to be honest, as a consumer, as a consumer, I want to go where I'm best treated, where the product is most good. And if you, if, if we're being honest, if we're really being honest, a lot of the times, um, Black businesses need to be under under they're not they're they're a little bit subpar and mm-hmm. compared to white businesses well, and that's not down to that's like, the same well, thing with McDonald's.
1: McDonald's we know McDonald's is subpar but people continue to shop at McDonald's you get horrible service at McDonald's that's well sure.
3: well most successful <laughs> business on the planet that's well well hey, 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 oh, let me say this real quick Kev uh, uh, at the end of the day if you need somebody to convince you to shop at a black owned business you're supposed to suffer in life, that's how economics work. It's no other group's job to make sure you look as good as their group.
2: So
5: also, George. Hey, uh, let me uh. also uh, listen. Listen up, people. If you want your local black business to improve, you hold that black business accountable. You go to them and you tell them what they can improve on, All because right. every business improves on taking their customers' feedback. So if you're just gonna say, hey, you know, the first time they do something, F them, you know, then then hey, then then you're not I feel like in a way you're not doing your part. You have every right to do that, but you're not doing your part. Give that business feedback. Where's the
4: owner? Out Write a letter, just like you know, that's what
1: Yeah, yeah, them yeah.
5: feedback. Give them feedback. No. Give so them, give them
4: give them the at a black store, at a black restaurant, and then when they get to a white restaurant, they wanna act calm and civil.
5: <laughs> no 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 no, no. I, i'm saying like every no I, i've been on both sides of that everybody gets feedback we, we look they got websites for that stuff they got yelp and you know they got email all that stuff everybody gives feedback but what i'm saying is if you're not going to get you tell that black business what's wrong you can do it in a calm way you, you can't you, you can do it in a calm respectful professional way hey this is what i think especially if you know it's like, if you've been on that side of the business, look, here's what I think. Uh, look, if y'all need any help or any suggestion or promotion, I'll tell my friends about you. But, you know, here's what y'all need to do. I don't want my friends to come here and have a bad experience. It's, there's ways you can do stuff. You awesome. know.
3: Okay, but, but but let me say this one important thing with that. Care. Sure. Don't don't <laughs> well, give brother, them feedback. Trying to
0: go first.
2: Oh, my bad. My bad so so uh sister joy I, I answer this question like this man it's it's like well what kev said is true i i have two online businesses i got chewed out by an employee written and i got chewed out by two customers over my career of having that 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 second online business and you don't realize this stuff is happening Because you're busy taking care of numbers, you're you're busy taking care of employees, payroll, and you don't realize it sometimes. So what Kev said is very true. Write a letter. Mm -hmm. Send an email if it's available. Because a lot of times when you say, let's be honest, you may be falling victim to the fact that this big money family over here got collective dollars to be able to give you that experience. Same thing you mentioned earlier with the Asians. Asians got slave labor. They don't pay their they employees uh minimum wage. A lot of time they, they offer them a free uh, a free entry into America just to work at some of these shops, whether it be sewing it. I I've seen people that don't get paid nearly half of what the uh the uh, allotted thing to live, they live in the back, two or three of them. So it's that type of thing. So so sometime when you think. That you're getting a great customer experience, it's because C Rose and Roger Report, they done all got together and they done put their family money. Okay. Lost. I
0: don't know. Well, let they, me say this real quick. With that. Let
3: me is. say this real quick. For for black people, yeah, feedback is good, but don't give, don't give no feedback until you start spending some money. Okay. No, no, no. Go no, to no. go to these black. Go to these black businesses, spend some money there first, and then start saying what you can do based on money that's being spent amongst them. Don't ask for $2 million upgrades if y'all know y'all barely go in the store and y'all as a group of people ain't providing that type of money for them to make the upgrades. You have to be a customer first to demand certain stuff out of them. If you know you're not putting the money for them to do something at a certain level, don't even complain about it in the first place. Give them that type of money first so they'll have it to work with. Then say, hey, well, you know, we've been, we been I've been coming to your business for the last three, four, five years. Y'all could do this or y'all could do that. Y'all give plenty of business from us, but don't have them barely seeing anybody talking about y'all need to put in a, a new $2 million this or $2 million that. <laughs> FYI, no, no,
2: no, stream, no. Stream yard is having trouble. So if you guys are yeah,
0: ready to um, do final thoughts, because it just did something that I've never seen. It dropped about uh, four of y'all. Yeah, it kicked me and out. Yeah, y'all came back, so I'm like, what the hell? Okay.
2: Yeah, I just got notice from Streamyard there, cracking under COVID pressure. So, <laughs> no, they just don't want the black people
4: to speak. Have, let us have a voice. Because y'all
2: last
0: oh. going to invite them to the cookout conference. these <laughs> oh, I mean, oh well. black
2: man back.
0: So what are y'all's final thoughts? Oh, goodness.
3: Uh, well, let me go first, if y'all don't mind, because I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. Uh, I, I ended up starting a new channel, so I got two channels now, The Roger Report and The Roger Report Live. I'll be on at 7 o'clock tonight. Hey. Uh, and I'll holler at y'all later. I got to get out and get to some money my, myself right about now. So... Y'all have a good evening. Talk to y'all later.
0: Thank you, Roger. Thanks, Roger. You didn't say it. OMG,
3: say it one time. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't do that. Uh-uh. It's okay. I don't mind. Black women aren't good people, but I don't mind. The <laughs> the the quick the, the quick the quicker they realize it, the quicker they can change it. And I at least have faith enough in them that I do believe Thanks they will they change will. once they realize they're not good people.
0: Thank you, Roger. you <laughs> It just seems like it would be odd if he didn't say it and he was here. Um, Donnie, what do you have?
4: Stop inviting these crackers to the cookout.
0: Oh, my God. Really?
4: You want the truth? You want the I'm going to be black man being brutally honest today. Stop inviting these Caucasian people to the cookout. (laughs) If they don't want to claim black, don't invite their ass either. At the end of the day, all we got is each other. And some of you niggas can't come to the cookout. Uh, Aside from that, check me out. You ain't shit for watching. Y'all
5: have a lovely evening.
0: Thank you, Donnie. Kev, what you got?
5: Uh, What I got is this. As far as that feedback part that Roger was, you know, know, he, he was kind of pushing back on. The only thing that I was trying to say was it as an alternative to acting like a biatch inside that person's place if you know you could give a little feedback and you could act professional about it if you want that business to improve now go ahead and tell that person you know tell your friends about this business so they can make more money so they can make those improvements so i totally agree with roger on that now you know um as far as what donnie just said you know, I, what I was just going to say this, uh, I think black people just kind of pulled the trigger on Joe Biden a little bit too quickly. So when people <laughs> say that kind of thing, yeah, it, it does carry validity. Now, um, I'm going to do a show maybe around nine ish, nine thirty tonight on my channel. Black Men being brutally honest. I might just leave it like an open discussion. I might come up with a topic by then. Um, open discussions are pretty interesting and they can go anywhere and they can be fun. But, you know, I'll try to keep it into a time where, you know, people can watch it on demand, not have it going like six, seven, eight hours. Because, you know, during this COVID crisis, uh, who has that kind of time anyway?
1: Um, <laughs> so
5: anyway, uh, thank you once again for having me on this panel. Uh, please subscribe to this uh, wonderful channel The Breakdown: of a woman's perspective. I feel like in, you know, In spaces such as this, a woman's perspective is needed despite what others may say. I mean, if you want women to be of the subject matter, you probably need to have women around. You know, we thank
1: you, Kev. We appreciate that.
5: We often often complain. We we often complain about what women have to say about us in their spaces. So, what so, like, what it. It, I don't like the word gender war because it's like it, 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 it's not really a battlefield like you know they're just discussions they're just conversations you know just just kind of lighten up a little bit people and, you know try to have some fun with this because this black YouTube thing could get a lot bigger we're only doing it to ourselves so that's it uh, this is Kev this is black men being brutally honest long live the habitual line steppers uh, see some of y'all tonight
1: Hopefully.
5: <laughs> thank, you. Oh, thank you. Have a good one.
2: All right. Y'all
0: do the same. Mr. Research, what you got? All
2: right. So a couple of things I want to rapid fire through. Um, first of all, as far as the cookout, um, we gotta it's it's unfortunate we're not as powerful as we should be. And it's mostly us as the males. We're not forcing Indians to beware of us. We're not forcing Pakistanis to go through us in order to get what they need to get.
1: Right Right
2: now, we got people taking over the cookout and becoming the new version of black people. And we got, let's use trucking for example. Right now, even the truckers are starting to see the Indians as a force to be reckoned with on the road, not better than them, not experienced, just in numbers, being able to take over contracts. So when we start worrying about who we, who we bring into the cookout, we better start bringing strategic people that are trying to win for our children. Right now, daughters are fighting sons for man jobs. There's a woman right now filling out a security application because she can't get a receptionist job. So when we talk about the cookout, we gotta start being honest. We are bringing the powerless people to the cookout to laugh and joke, to talk forever with endless circle arguments. Not all mm. of us are really trying to push people back for the sake of our children. One more thing. Hey, look, look at our own children. They're telling us they're not benefiting from us. Mm. they they're showing you 26 year olds homeless and, and living in a tent because he can't rely on black women or black men to pull him into a position. Because we're happy with where we're at. We're happy that we made it, we got our bag. But beware of us who turn 70 years old. Beware of us who focus so much on the bag that we forgot to bring the young ones to the cookout and give them the knowledge we had as a doctor. How about slave labor? Slave labor is really nice toward other ethnicities. And my last last point, why is it a person who's trying to be a doctor right now don't have an older doctor taking them under the wing before they even go to college, telling them everything they need to know? But guess what? Indians are doing that right now for their Indian people. Doctors who I work with are taking doctors who ain't even in school yet, giving them everything they need to know to pass tests, to get straight, introducing them at lunch to other doctors ain't, ain't ain't even finished school yet. But black folks, male and female, we don't have time for that because we got to shine. Girls got to show other girls that they made it and they doing it well. And guys, we got to spend our time talking about what we don't like. So that's how I look at the cookout.
0: Very, very, very great. Thank
1: you, Mr. Research. Oh, yeah, I'm going to respond to your email. Thank you so much for the support. And thank you for particip- your participation in the panel.
0: Well, everybody, that wraps up our Sunday
1: show. Um, thank you so Do- much- Oh, Donnie did give final words. I'm sorry. Let, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say really, really, really quick. I thought we were still waiting on Donnie. I forgot. Um, I think oh, I'll take second final words. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I think this was definitely a great show. Um, very interesting. Um, I uh, I think everybody brought about some very good points. Um, I agree with mostly all that was said. Not that it makes a difference. But I do think that first and foremost, that we need to focus on ensuring that um, we are um, Um, in alignment before trying to invite any and everybody to the cookout. I still stand firmly behind what I said. Um, Non-Black people, for me, would not get an invite personally. I do believe that there is a such thing as allies. I think that we need allies in this fight just simply... um, when I when I'm say in this fight, I'm thinking about ADOS people because um, we don't have the numbers that we need as it pertains to maybe um, you know having legislation passed that would impact us as well as some other things. Um, I do think also it is definitely important that we ensure that we're supporting all Black businesses, not just those owned by Black males, but we want to support all Black businesses. Um, I personally. Uh, Don't see people isolating black black businesses that are owned by black men. But, you know, let's make sure that we're showing up and, you know, supporting our brothers, too, because it is important that, you know, they should be in the positions to lead. And um, in order for them to do that, a lot of that is going to be financial. So let's make sure we're supporting black people. Um, No more invites to other people, outside people to the cookout. And thank you all for your support and for listening okay
0: concrete well again (laughs) thank you to everybody who um joined us today we really really appreciate the support um my coronavirus tip of the day ladies well you should be able to wash your hair but if you're not used to getting your hair done and you still got that raggedy weave in there get some alcohol pads and rub it on your scalp it'll probably help out um yeah, I think that's about it. Um, hopefully you guys will join us on Wednesday, where we'll have another dope ass topic and have some fun. You Absolutely. guys, be really, really safe. Wear your damn mask and stay inside if you don't have to go out. Mm-hmm. Talk to y'all soon. Peace, black people.